Hello. Okay, so welcome to the first episode of the Faith Podcast. We're probably going to get a name eventually. So, how are you, Jake? I'm doing very good on this uh, Sunday morning. Yep. So, today... I don't know. If, I think we should, we should like just continue throughout the book of Job. I don't know, but we're doing Job because yeah. it just makes sense with all the stuff going on in the last year. So, yeah, definitely. I've loved Job. Job is as we go through and we we talk about and we like kind of break down the story. This man, like, he, like, you'll see it as we break down and go through it, but he's just, he's so, like, committed to his faith, and, like, he never, he never, like, backs or talk, talks bad about God, even though he goes through such a struggle. Exactly. A, lo- a lot of Christians couldn't have done what he did. No. Most probably. But, yeah, definitely one of my top five favorite, personally favorite books that really helped me as a, you know, baby Christian, I guess they would say. Yeah, new Christian. Yeah. Or I guess you could say it reconnected my faith. Um, We can talk about that in a different episode, but for now we're going to, do Job King James version. If you um, if you you want to read out of a Bible personally, you can, and it doesn't matter which one, I guess. If it's unless it's a real Bible, it's not something like made up Bible, like the Devil's Bible or something. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll be reading out of uh. King James Version, which is a more word-for-word translation. There's word-for-word, thought-for-thought, like meaning-for-meaning, and then paraphrasing so much about so much different uh, translations and what they, like, symbolize when uh, reading through. But for a more word-for-word accurate, what it might have been translated to, that's what we'll be reading. All right, so what are we going to do? Each read two verses. Are you going to start off? Um, yeah, um, yeah, maybe each read two verses. All right. And, uh, yeah, I'll start. Okay. All right. Oh, and forgive me if I butcher or mispronounce any of these. Um, I'm not. Too, I haven't read King James that much. I, I, me personally, I use NLT. But if I butcher anything, I don't know how to pronounce these, so I'm not yeah. an expert. We're both going to probably butcher a lot of them eventually. So yeah. Um, there's a man in the land of. Uz, whose name was Job. 
and that man was perfect and upright and the and one that feared God and in and chewed and chewed evil and there were and there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters okay more of an introduction part the, yeah that's how you started off want to talk about that a little bit I mean there's nothing really to talk about so yeah I mean he was introduction yeah, I mean, he feared, he he was perfect and upright, and he was he was a good man, and he was uh, blessed with sons and daughters. Yep. So, all right, I'll continue. This is a bit. His substance also was seven thousand sheep, and three thousand camels, and five hundred yoke of oxen, and five hundred she asses, and a very great household so that this man was the greatest of all men of the east and his sons went and feasted in their houses every one his day and sent called sent and called for their three sisters to eat to drink with them well well yeah Okay, so sounds like a start of a random movie. Yeah, it's, it's all like it's all peaceful and things are all good. Yeah, life's just normal, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt I felt weird about saying that word, but then I was like, um, yeah. So, donkey. Yeah, and also his substance, uh, or cattle, right? Cattle. Sheep, camels. It's a lot. Well, yeah, he he had a lot of animals. He had a lot. He had a good family. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sounds pretty modern. Yeah, and it was so. When the days of their feasting were gone, gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offer and offered burnt offerings according to the numbers of all of them for job said it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed god in their hearts thus did job continually now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came also among them. All right. I mean, it wasn't a lot, but it was a lot at the same time. If you were thinking, if you, if you're a new Bible reader and you just decided to click on this podcast and we said perfect and upright, I bet you assumed that we were literally saying Job was perfect. And it literally says it right there. Job sinned and cursed God just like the rest. He was a good man, though. 
strong and thieved. Yeah, and I mean, like, no, like, anyone who follows God and, and believes in God, no one is, is really perfect. You know, like, it, the story may have, like, in the beginning, may have, like, shined jo- uh, Job as, like, he was the greatest man in the East, up perfect and upright, all, like, lived, like, lived in God's name all the time. And he sinned just like the rest of us. Exactly. There's no perfect human being and far from perfect in Christianity. So when we when I hear a stereotype, them perfect Christians, it's like something to laugh at. No Christian's perfect. Far from it. We sin like everyone else, but once you sin on purpose, keep doing it, and that's when it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. You gotta repent, and you gotta ask for forgiveness. Just like, just like, even, no matter how, like, whether you lie or you steal, like, it doesn't matter the sin. You you still gotta ask for forgiveness. Exactly. All right. And the Lord said unto Satan, "Whence cometh thou?" Then Satan answered the Lord and said, "From going." to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? And there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that fear God and sheweth evil. All right. Okay, so uh, so God's like, where did you come from? Where did you just come from to, to Satan? Yeah, first few verses are hyping up um, Job and stuff. So, yeah, this is basically talking about it and the discussion between Satan and Lord. Yeah, Lord's like, where you where did you where you coming from, Satan? Oh, you know, to an to and from earth um, walking up and down it just like just roaming the earth yep exactly this is this is very it's very interesting seeing this like talk between God and Satan Exactly. It, uh, if you're a new believer, this is definitely confusing. So that's why we're breaking it down. Yeah. All right. I believe you go. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for not? Uh, hath not thou made a an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hath blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. 
Okay, so you want to talk about what happened? So, from from what I'm from my understanding, Satan Satan is basically saying, um, like why, like what, why does this guy fear you? You're get you give him everything. <sighs> that reminds me of a lot because. Sixth grade, I was in this class, and I was and I had to write a paper. And as a Christian, I, I like to sometimes, you know, I don't want to hide my faith, so I sometimes add some stuff about my faith. Like I was doing a thing on Greek gods, and I said, "There's only one true God," and that, you know, I'm a God-feared man and stuff. And the whole class were so confused about how are you scared of God? This is this is literally perfect and i didn't think i would have a story for that yeah but yeah yeah but i like satan he's like he's the great deceiver so it's like he's like kind of poking at at joe at joe like god kind of kind of speaks highly of of job a little bit like have you seen my servant job and then he was like this dude right here? What's so special about this dude? Why does he fear you? You're like, you basically spoil him. Oh, yeah, exactly. What does he have to fear? <laughs> well, I love this because it's like the devil, in a way, he, of course he's evil and stuff. But he thinks like a lot of people on this earth. He does. So many people would be um probably say the exact same thing in that situation. But we're in eleven, right? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, so but put forth thine hand now and touch all that he hath. And he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath in the pow- in thy power only upon himself. Put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Oh. It's getting interesting now. Okay, so so God's like... All right, all right. Um, so at this point, it's now. It's like, all right. You think he's like, he? You think he's not like scared? It's like, all right, put him to the test. Uh huh. Bet. As the kids know, they would say. <laughs> but um, yes. So I guarantee, probably. I'm like, oh, I'll say that later. But this is basically the major, I wouldn't say swerve, but this is the um part of the story where it's all crazy. This is where it starts to get good. Yes. All right.
good in a bad way. Yeah. Okay. But um, this this is where really the lessons start to generate from. Exactly. All right. And there was a day when his sons and dogs were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger a messenger unto Job and said the oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them. Okay. Okay. Just okay. Things are right like right before things get like kinda go down. Interlude. Yeah, this is where yeah. Okay. Um, it's not much to talk about here. You guys see where this is going. And the and the Sabines fell upon them and took them away. Yeah, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven and hath burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. All right. Well, okay, so... The Sabbath, the Sabbaths fell upon upon them and took them away. Okay, so so uh, his um, his sheep and his flock and and their servants. Uh, have burned and were destroyed and the that guy that messenger was the only one to 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 escape so to tell him the message and then the his his children i believe um the house crushed like fell on to the children and then that guy was the only one to escape and go to tell job Oh. Wow. Okay. So this just took a um hard U turn. It was a um if you're just reading this expecting a nice sweet story, you're probably so confused right now. But yes. All yeah. right. So, so his children are gone. And his sheep are gone now. Hey, at least the children are hopefully in heaven, I assume, because they're Christians. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, let's continue. What verse are we on? 17. Okay. That's what I thought. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, the... Chaldeans made out 
three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away. Yeah, and slain the servant with the edge of the sword, and I only aim escaped alone. While he was speaking, there came another. He said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking around the eldest brother's house. All right. It's continuing to get worse and worse. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I misread that from earlier. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I misread that from uh, the uh, the oxes and the donkeys. Um, the seven fell upon them and took them away and slain the servants. So the oxes and donkeys were taken away and then the sheep were taken away. So all of his animals. Yup. And then now, um, his camels. Exactly. So, at this point, I would think Job is confused. Is it? Yeah. It's just like, okay. First, my donkeys are gone. Now my oxen are gone. Now my sheep are gone, and now my camels are gone, and all of the servants that, like, herded them are also gone. Where's exactly. Where's all my people going? That's like waking up in the middle of the ocean. Kind of. Anyways, um, yeah. This is probably where. All right, so I'll continue. Wait, you continue actually. Yeah, nineteen. This is uh, Job one nineteen. And behold, and behold, there came a great wind from the wilder- wilderness, and smote the four corners of the house, and fell upon the young men, and they are dead. <laughs> this shouldn't be funny. Um, okay, before we continue, when when you were reading through the verses above, the part the part where it was like, and and have them carried away, yeah, <laughs> just like just like a yeah in wow. the middle of the verse. <laughs> like I'm 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 sure that that it was saying like. Like, yeah, like this happened, but just the fact that it's just like a yeah between the the commas is just funny to me. Same. Um, yeah, and uh, they're dead, and 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 I only am escaped alone to tell thee, and I only am escaped to tell thee. Then Job arose and and went rent his rent his mantle and shaved his head, fell down upon the ground and worshipped and said naked I come and I am out of naked I come 
I out of my mother's womb, and naked I shall return thither. The Lord the Lord gave and the Lord hath the Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all of this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that that was the oh I oh I kind of read much more than just nineteen and twenty, but <laughs> that's nice. I didn't have to be okay. That that sounds bad. Um, I'm I'm like an instructor here, so that's horrible. But yeah, well, you read the rest, so that's the chapter one. Now let's talk deeply into this more. So, so. 1920 and 21 um he receives the news of his, of the young men his his sons had passed away um i think sons and daughters cuz they were all cuz they were all in the house yep so, Job arose and went to his mantle. So, probably his, his fireplace. Um, shaved his head and fell upon the ground and worshipped. So, even though, even though he, all of his animals and his live his uh, livestock and his now children are gone, he still prays and worships. Worships God. See. So, noticed how everything was taken away, right? Yeah. But the wife stayed. Huh? Everything was taken away, but the wife stayed. Yeah. That's actually like. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that was a joke against women, by the way. <laughs> I um, everything yeah, was like, taken away, but the wife stayed. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, if you're a woman watching, that's not towards you. Anyways, let's continue. Harmless joke. Anyways, um, yeah, um, and 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 all this, and all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. So he doesn't blame God for any of this happening. The Lord, exactly. the and, Lord give, and the Lord hath taken taken away. Yep. What are your thoughts on that? I think, um, as a Christian and a, being a Christian whose life actually changed, like, uh, when I say saved, I was actually saved from a dark dark um, 
situation. Yes. So in this situation, if I was put in this situation, I couldn't say 100% that I would do what Job did because a lot of people don't have this faith. I would hope I would. But for Job being able to still stay strong in his faith, it shows a lot about his character. And that's why this is one of my favorite stories. Well, not stories, Bible. Um, Bible chapters. So, he literally lost everything but his wife. And, yeah. I find it in the I find it interesting that the part where he shaved his head before worshiping and says, "Naked I came out of my mother's room, and naked I shall return thither." Yeah, but um, as we read this to you all, we're not telling you to shave your heads or no, anything like that. no. We just we this is just our breakdown. And, and our thoughts. Yes. But for him to be, for him to like fully like naked, I came out of my mother's room. So it's like, like I came out naked. So na- so by shaving my head, like I, I am again naked. I did not know that Job did that. <laughs> I did know um, about the Job situation, but <laughs> yeah, I did know he. Sh- I know I knew he was bald, but I didn't know this to the extent. See, um, when we're doing these things, we're not increasing. We're not just increasing your faith. We're also increasing our faith. And we're learning more. So it's a journey with all of us in these things. These podcasts. Yeah, I mean. uh, Yeah, there are so many verses in the Bible where, like, once you actually, like, break down and think about things, like, this dude shaved his head before he worshipped. Like. This was I did not know he, that he did that, and you can like if you read um if you ever have seen the Action Bible, it's like a for those of you who don't know, oh, it's no. like more of a comic book version of the Bible, and it kind of helps break it down easily and add pictures to what's going on. I from that I saw that Job was bald. I didn't know that's why. By the way, shout out to the um, Action Bible. You should all get that to your kids or something. That stuff is entertaining. Yeah, it's a great way to introduce the Bible to, um, like, like high, like, like elementary, higher elementary, middle school age, uh, kids. Yeah, it definitely. I feel like at that age, you wouldn't really. I'd say it's more difficult at that age to, like, get into Christianity and stuff because all these huge words and you don't fully understand it. So that's a good way. And 
I remember in my church, that was like the cool kids book, which is pretty weird because, yeah, it was um, a Bible and it was just in a pretty more like comical way. So, yeah. Yeah. And you'll see as we break down more into Job uh, next week, you'll see one of my favorite verses, um, which comes in Job chapter two, which I'm very excited about that because then it, it 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 starts to pick up more, uh, yep. as you can say. So, final, any final thoughts on Job chapter one? It was basically, it's continuously what I said. Um, it's just beautiful chapter and... That Job, such a um, great. Okay, I will say this: Job is one of the most underrated Bible chap, Bible books that I have ever seen because it's just. It feels like everyone talks about these other books, which is respectively, and like all these books are amazing. All of them have different special things about them, but Job is something that always got me you know, interested, like, more interested, like, because I can relate to this guy. Well, I can't relate to, like, losing everything, but it helps you, like, just put yourself in that, and we're supposed to have this faith, and it just makes us strive to be even better as a human and just stronger in faith. Yeah, for for me, the... For Job, it's like this, or like the story of him. It's very applicable in your life, and you can take a lot of things from Job and a lot of lessons, and easily put them into your life. Exactly. So. Is there 42 chapters of Job? There, I believe there is. I don't know. If we're going to go through the whole Job book, then, hey. We're, <laughs> I mean, I'm down for we're, it. But yeah. If, down? Like, if you guys are down to, to, uh, to, like, sit down with us and go through all 42 chapters of Job, we're down. Yeah, but it's not like we're doing 42 chapters in one episode. Maybe we could do two chapters. I don't know. But, yeah. Well, the thing that I noticed about Job is a lot of it is, like, Job talking, Job's speech, and then, like, his friends responding to what he's saying. And then it's a lot of back and forth throughout the entire thing about, like, what happened after what the aftermath of what happened to Job afterwards? So it's it'll be very interesting to look at go deeper into 
um, what his wife thinks, what his friends think, uh, while what ha- continues continues to happen as we go through farther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So also, now, I was, I was just gonna say when reading through the King James version, I feel like I'm reading Shakespeare, dude. Like, really. It is. Like, all these but all like, yeah. paths and thous. Exactly. Anyways, I believe that that is it for this week. Exactly. So, let's say, um, I'm assuming, of course, we're probably going to end this all in a prayer. But before we do, um, whether you're... Okay, so we're not licensed pastors, so don't assume we are. But we are just here to have Bible study with you. So, we, if you're not going to church right now, if whatever in the situation is, this is a dark time, no matter if you're at home listening on the radio, whatever you're doing, try your best to at least do something because at the end of the day, you are the church and if you're, you can look up a sermon online or something. I know these are dark times and you don't want to um, maybe go into a church and all that stuff but do something because a lot of people are losing faith during this time and that's a lot of progress just lost it's like one of those video games and you're so deeply in and then you accidentally click off and all of that progress is gone a lot of people are losing faith and a lot of people are gaining faith so I recommend Whatever you do, listen to a sermon, listen to something, because you're the church and exactly that. So I just wanted to say that. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, um, it's it's um, through sermons and things that I've heard in the past. Um, the church is not a four walled building. The body of Christ is the church. Exactly. And so, and as we grow in faith and and like support each other um, through whatever, like that's the thing that I love about being a Christian is when you find uh, like other Christians and you like you find that that church that um, some. Some churches, they, like, they're, I will say, they're not very welcoming. Like, uh-huh. it's just, like, I don't, like, they just, like, I don't, I don't know. But, and a lot of people have bad experiences with certain churches. Um, but that's the people inside. 
it doesn't matter about like really the I mean I don't know but it's just when you find the right I guess what I'm trying to say is when you find the right people who are as strong as believers as you are you build each other up and no matter what you're going through they're going to be there for you Exactly. So, just know this. Um, I know what he's you're trying to say, and I agree completely. Yeah. So, there's a um, in churches. Just think of it. This is how I think of it. If there's someone annoying in the crowd, if there's someone you don't want to be next to, whatever it is, if they're just not accepting you, realize. In, in a verse, God speaks out and says, basically, we are all, a lot of those people in those churches, a lot of their lives were completely changed. And some of them are in the process of being changed. So just see them all as, it's hard to explain, but for an example, if you're in a church there could be a gay person in the crowd. For example, I'm not saying that should be accepted. What well, I'm not saying that should be like supported. I'm saying this could be a person trying to become a Christian, someone trying to. And if you're not accepting them, if you're doing whatever, and you're just basically, they're not going to want to become a Christian. So be a godly person and that so of course there's a lot of churches that aren't very like they gossip and all of that and there's also churches that accept too much stuff like gay churches that uh see on this we're gonna on this podcast we're gonna say stuff that you're not gonna like we're gonna god is before all of you in that way so we'd rather please God in this earth. So just be prepared for the future. We're going to be talking about a lot of deep topics. Yeah, and from um, from what I know, the Bible. This is what I was taught early. Uh, this is what I was taught a year ago about the Bible, and this is when I just started really getting back into like truly getting into my relationship with God, and. Uh, finding the right place uh, to go to uh, like weekly, like young adult groups and stuff like that. The Bible ain't meant the, 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 not ain't, but the Bible isn't meant to comfort you. It's not meant to like fit what you, like what you think is right. Um, a pastor told me if you if you read the Bible and you don't feel like ashamed or or you don't feel like you feel like something is wrong in your life, that's good. The Bible is meant to set you straight. Exactly. So a wise one of the greatest speakers of all time arguably 
Alan Watts. Um, I believe he's an agnostic or Buddhist, but that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. I don't know what he was, but I do know this. He once said, people in faith, they stay strong in faith. They keep following this faith. Then they get tired of it. And then they start making excuses and give up on the faith just because they don't want to follow it. That's basically what I'm, what we're saying right now. It's supposed to, it's supposed to help you. It's not supposed to, again, yeah, exactly what Jake is saying. If you don't feel guilty, you're in the Bible, then it's, if you get offended by the Bible, then you're the problem. And you need help. With exactly. Faith. The Bible's trying to help you. It's the truth. Like, if you don't like, if you don't like, if you go into Bible, the Bible, re, like, thinking that it's going to fit what you're thinking and fit your personal agendas and your personal narratives. You're reading the Bible wrong. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. That's not what the Bible is for. The Bible isn't your mom. It's not going to go to say things. Exactly. So, for all, yeah, exactly what you're saying. God is God. You're not God. You don't have a say-so in what is sin and what's not sin. So, yeah, just want to get that off my chest. Say that. Yeah. Need to be said. It really did. And if you don't want to listen to our podcast because of this, then okay. But if you do and you respect our thoughts and how we openly feel, Come back. We're lucky. We're we we want to have you. This podcast is solely to change lives, and at the same time, help us with our faith. Even though we have a good faith right now, it could always increase. That's what we're striving for to get better and better, and that's what this podcast is also for. It's a whole journey. It's like a roller coaster, and and hey. We are going to keep going through the Bible each week just to help everyone and help ourselves. It's like God wants. And hey, if you hate what you're, what we're saying and you don't agree with us, still come, come and listen. You know? Like, all are welcome. Like, whether you hate us or you love us or you can't stand us, I, don't, I, I personally, like me, you're welcome in my book. Because that's what God would want. God would want us to to preach the truth no matter who listened. Yeah, I, I don't care. Okay, you could be any sexuality. You can be a sinner. You could be a killer and you can be listening to this. If you are, this is for you. So, mm-hmm. this is for everyone. Just like the church is welcome for anyone. Uh, with that being said, uh, thank you for all who who who.
who are tuning in right now or have tuned in or got to this point of the podcast. Um, we are uh, thankful and grateful that you tuned in and we will continue and we uh, will continue to do what we do and speak the truth and praise God and we will end in prayer. You like to pray? Sure. God, thank you for thank you for for the the lessons that and for your truth that you feel that we read throughout the Bible every day. We would be lost without you, and we honestly wouldn't know what truth was if, if it wasn't for you. Thank you for thank you for the day. Thank you for, for family and friends. Thank you for a roof over our head and and food on food on our table. Lord, we, we, we thank you for all the people listening to this pod who who tune into this podcast right now, whatever they're going through, whether they're going through hard times, rough patches, this whatever it is, bless them and help them out because we we know that's your love and we know that through you anything is possible lord thank you for everything and in your name and in the father the son and the holy spirit we praise and glorify your name amen amen great prayer all right so We'll see you next week. See you next week, guys. Peace out. Stay talking the week. Bye. Because of what I've done, but because.